feel like a star, but only strictly where I'm famous. I'm in this foot along this hall, like we'll see where it takes us. I'm throwing back these double shots like whiskey here is weightless. Cause, cause this career I chose was even riskier than Vegas, yo. Oh, hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Colby Rebel Show. I am your host, Colby Rebel, where tonight we have a very, very special guest for you, especially to help us get through this pandemic, this upheaval, and really warm us into those holidays. So it is going to be a fantastic show for you. If you have love questions, we are only taking relationship questions tonight, okay? So if you do have any questions, please be sure to give us a call here at 310-997-4966. 310-997-4966. So, so much to talk about. couple things coming up that I want to just give a shout out to before we get started. One is this weekend, this Sunday, everybody. If you are looking to do your own podcast or to be a guest on shows, TV, podcast, on air, want to learn how to build that cadence and get that information quicker, deliver it quicker, you go ahead and join me for a live on air. This is going to be a fantastic four-hour workshop where we are really going to dive into the essentials of that connection, all right? Now, almost sold out. I honestly, I think there's two tickets left, I know. But everyone loves their fur babies. You know how they do. So if you have a fur baby and you want to have that connection, psychic or a medium, go ahead and hit me up. Join us for Pets Connect, everybody. That is Tuesday, November 10th. Again, really going to be an amazing evening of healing, the connection. You know, our animals do talk to us. They have personalities. They have these magical souls. And this is going to be a really fun night of connecting, connecting to your fur baby. So grab your tickets. I think two tickets left, okay? So let us dive into what is happening tonight, all right? It is a love fest here on the Colby Rebel Show. And I pulled in the best of the best. You know, when you call in favors from your friends, from your past students, from those who you know, know their stuff. Well, that's what I did to get this guest with us. So I am really excited. I mean, with her calendar these days, I was really lucky that she gave me that thumbs up and said, of course I would. So, and I know you guys, if anything, we could use more love right now. And so we're going to talk about it. Okay. So again, get in those call lines, 310-997- Four nine six six. So our guest tonight, very exciting. She is a dating coach, a media personality. She is famous. Okay, you guys, like she is on to any network series, Black Love and a Question of Love. She's a regular contributor on the Drew Barrymore Show, the L.A. Times, the Washington Post, NPR, CNN, HLN. BT.com. I mean, you name it. She actually was recently on Sex with Emily. And I don't know if you guys know, Emily's a friend of mine and she's been on this show. So it's been really fun, you know, when all these paths cross. Not only is she a dating coach and a media personality, she is an intuitive, okay? 
So we're just going to expose that side and really pull those little gems for her to give you that insight tonight as well. So please, everybody, you know, put your hands together. Give it a warm welcome for Damona Hoffman. Hello, hello, Damona. Welcome. Colby, I'm so happy to be here with you. I would make time in my calendar for you any any day of the week, girl. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And such a fun night tonight talking about love, right? Oh, yes. That's my favorite topic. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever, I mean, do you ever get tired of all the questions or the repetitive questions or the repetitive fears? I mean, does it ever get a little tiresome to go, oh, my goodness, everybody, let's just do this? I don't. I don't really get tired of it. I really enjoy it. I've been doing my own podcast for eight years, which is like podcast dinosaur. And I also learn from wonderful teachers like you how to protect <laughs> myself energetically so that I can keep giving and helping people in love. Oh, yeah. Thank you. It is important, isn't it? As you see, right, with all these appearances you've been doing, and I'm sure, you know, the huge amount of growth with your own podcast and your own following. We do need a little bit of that that protection, a little bit of those boundaries, right? Especially even for, for your listeners that are looking for love or are in relationships, you have to remember that too. Like even with a partner, you can't completely open up and give everything to them or you'll end up depleted yourself. And especially a lot of my listeners and clients are dating and that's a whole other ball game of being open but uh but not letting yourself get get run down by the process yeah it's really important and it's it's essential especially you know empaths right empaths just want to give 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 and so it is really important with everything going on you know people have been sheltered in not so many social gatherings obviously but I have found with my clients, they're really wanting that connection. They're really wanting a relationship. And they're like, hey, where's my person? <laughs> a year ago, they wanted their own path. Now they want their person. Have you found that yourself with your own clients that, you know, love is, people want that relationship. Love is in the air. Are you finding that as well? I would say 100% yes. And also I've seen a lot of evolution throughout this COVID pandemic. At first people were kind of casually like, oh, I'm going to be locked in for a little while and maybe I'll dabble on the dating apps or do a couple of video chat dates. And it was very casual and exploratory. And then come summer and especially now in the fall, there's this intensity that I'm feeling, and I'm, I'm sure you're feeling it among your clients too, where now we're potentially facing second lockdowns and second wave of the pandemic. We are also, we're looking at, this is traditionally cuffing season in my business, which is like, you want to get matched up with someone and cuffed and locked to them for the winter months. And it's, it's kind of biological, right? But it makes for cute headlines, right? Cuffing season. <laughs> But then re the reality of going through the winter when we can't necessarily have have dinners out with with people outdoors, you know, we're in California, but a lot, a lot of people may be in cold weather places where they're worried that they might not have someone to spend the winter with. And so those those needs and and those feelings are very real. Yeah, absolutely. And 
what is your best advice though? So if someone says, Hey, listen, I really am ready for my person. Uh, I don't know how to find them or I'm so tired of online dating because I'm just meeting person after person that isn't really serious or we're not in alignment. So what's the best advice you give people who are looking for love in all the wrong places? <laughs> well, the, the wrong places are sometimes the right places. I know you said that a lot of people are like, oh, I'm so tired of the dating apps. I have to level with you, though. The majority of people are meeting their matches online. 40% yeah. of, of couples are starting now on dating yeah. apps. And that's not even including the other elements of online dating, social media or um online meetup groups because i mean that's just really where where it's at so the first thing i do is i get people online and embracing at least the possibility that they might meet a match on a dating app i find that a lot of it is mindset and then the other the other portion of it is process i really i get very strategic with how you're using the the dating app because i think it's just a tool it's a tool that enables you to be able to connect with someone so if you're using a tool the wrong way like you're trying to hammer in a nail with a saw you're going to be really really frustrated and disappointed but if i teach you how to use the correct tool for the correct correct reason then you're going things are going to flow a lot more easily for you yeah, that's a great point. And I, I find myself saying to clients as well, like, you know, you have to be open to the universe. The universe can only help you with the more options you put out there. And that's a great point. You know, you can be strategic about that as well, right? So you can yes. hone in so you don't waste all that time. I also find that people, they don't trust themselves enough, right? Like they'll say, oh, I've had such bad experiences, whether it's dating, dating online. But it's also like each experience you have helps you grow, helps you know who you want, what you want, what you don't want. So each time you go out there and do it, you're going to kind of uh, go through a system where you're going to get to that right person a lot quicker, don't you think? That's exactly what it is. I teach people a system. And, and once they go through the system, it's just rinse wash, rinse, repeat. <laughs> and, and even if you haven't found that right person yet, like someone will say to me, well, I tried online dating. It didn't really work. I was on the dating apps and I did meet someone we dated for six months, but we're not still together. And so they didn't work. And I tell them, no, they did work. It's just that relationship wasn't right for you at that time at that season of your life. So I, I like to tell people about, there's a lot of, I guess you could look at it as a rejection, but it's just, lack of alignment. Right. Mm -hmm. And I tell, tell my clients if they feel rejected to remember they're either being spared or prepared. You're either spared a lot of drama with the wrong person <laughs> or you're being prepared for something, something greater. So it's just like you said, Colby, knowing that that relationship did serve a function for you at that point, And that is actually moving you closer with the right intention and the right action. That's a great point. And it's funny. I say it the same way, but a little different. I'll say, listen, we've got our guides, right? And your guides are going to go, look, this person is not for you for whatever reason. You may not know that reason. You may not see that reason. So the more you trust and surrender and someone is pulled out, 
don't look at that as a rejection. Look at that as someone's got your back. Like, what? no, hang on, cupcake. There's something way better coming down the road. <laughs> oh, yeah. I went through that own experience, my that experience myself as well. Before I met the man who's now my husband, we've been together 17 years. But right before I was in this, this tumultuous on again, off again, situationship, which is really more of a situation than a relationship. But I really wanted it to be something more. And I was holding on to this idea of something that ultimately wasn't there. And it took a lot of bravery and surrender, like you said, to have this brave conversation with this person and say, you're either here with me in this relationship or it's nothing. And I had to trust that when I got the answer, no, I'm not, I can't do that. I'm not for you that I was going to be okay. And I ended up meeting my husband just three months after that. And at the time, of course, it was painful. It was terrible. And I felt rejected. And I felt, what did I waste four years of on again, off again of my life for? But it prepared me. And had I still stayed in that limbo situation, I think energetically, I wouldn't have been ready for for the man that I love. Yeah. And, and it's, that's the thing though, we get in this mindset or we think it's the right person. Um, and look what happened 17 years later. See, it just worked out the way it's supposed to. And I'm so glad (laughs) the other one definitely like, I didn't know what I know now. Right. It's like you said, I couldn't see it coming, but now I'm like, Oh, that that was why I was being guided to have that brave conversation, to get that clarity, to be able to move forward. Exactly. Now, what about, let's talk about passion, chemistry. Again, you know, a lot of people can say, oh my goodness, I had so much passion when I met them and I could have sworn they were my soulmate. How do you explain true love, say, versus passion? Well, first we have to unpack that word soulmate because I think it keeps a lot of people single. This idea that there's one person destined for you and you have to search for this needle in a haystack. It keeps, it it fuels the, the paradox of choice that I'm seeing on dating apps where we just keep swiping because we think, well, that person was good, but maybe there's somebody else. Maybe there's something better. So that, that aside, I, I feel like if you are driven by true curiosity on your dates. I, 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 I say chemistry is a lie. Chemistry will lie to you every time. We, how many times have you been in love on the first date and been like, this is it. And then it's not it. Yeah. <laughs> those, those butterflies that you get, they can be really deceptive because you're, you're reacting to your, it's a chemical reaction yes. and really true love is, is, it develops slowly. It's it's much more like getting into your feeling. And and I really try to teach my clients to drop into that, get out of your head and the butterflies and the story that you're telling yourself and really get into what does it feel to be like with this, feel, feel like to be with this person. And then I also have them develop the the relationship over time, space out the interactions, because then you can really see, are you still curious about this person? Are you wanting to know more? And, you know, I say this on the other side of 17 years, I'm sure some of your, your listeners have been with their partners much longer, but I'm still curious. I'm still like, I love my husband's brain. I want to know how it works. I, I can't wait to see what's next. And that to me is worth a lot more than a a bunch of butterflies. Yeah, that's a great, it's a great point. And, you know, 
people think that they want butterflies, but really they want someone who's going to be there for them. They want that support. They want that confidant. They want that companion. So when we really prioritize what is really important, you know, it's not just one area of a relationship, right? It's a compilation of, you know, who's going to be a good father or a good parent, um, anyone. So it is, it is important. Now for those of you know, 17 years, that's a long time. What do you say to those in a long relationship, marriage, partnership, and they're getting a little bored? They're, they're like, ah, I can't look at you one more day. <laughs> how, how do you, it's hard. how do you, yeah. I mean, how do you, you know, get them to kind of revamp that relationship? Doesn't mean it's over, right? Maybe it just needs a little pick me up. No, I, I, I really believe in, in focusing on the bird in hand and trying to make the relationship you're in the best it can be. Cause I've seen a lot of people that are like, well, this person, I'm not excited anymore. So I'm just going to jump ship. And then they spent, you know, 10 years single wondering if they've, if they've made a mistake. Right. And I, I like to just have people find that curiosity again. I, and I know it's hard in the times of COVID when you're locked in with your, <laughs> your partner, or your family 24 seven, it's hard to find that magic, but that's why you have to build it in. Yes. Like I have people do a weekly date night. I, I will admit in the times of COVID, I haven't necessarily been keeping up with it weekly, <laughs> but even monthly, it's, it's hard. I have two little kids, so yeah. we, we don't get out much anymore. Yeah, yeah. But even just having a weekly thing that we're looking forward to, because that's what's, it's the anticipation really that, 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 that the butterflies come from, that, that excitement of I'm going to see them again and what's going to happen. So you almost have to manufacture those what's going to happen moments or that, and build that anticipation. Like I'll book, my husband and I are going on a trip. I booked it like a week ago. It's, it's, I have weeks to get excited about it and look forward to it. And then I can feel that those those feelings again of looking forward to seeing this person, even though I'm sleeping next to him every night. Yeah. That's a great point because there is on both sides, you know, you both need to be a bit proactive to say, what can I do for them? What can I bring to the table this time? So it is maybe mm -hmm. even surprising each other a little bit too. And then that might kind of up the ante as to, Ooh, I wonder what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's so, it's so easy. Like you said, to, to look at, well, what are they not doing? How, yeah. how this relationship isn't exciting me anymore. Cause they're not, they're not like my husband needs to write poems on rose petals for me. Like, honey, I haven't gotten any poems on rose <laughs> petals for like a decade, but what, what is more valuable is to look at, well, if my relationship isn't feeling va va boom anymore what what is my role in that what can i do how can i show up in a bigger way because as you know energy like energy attracts like so yeah. if you show up in a bigger way for your partner look at how that might impact the way they show up for you that's a really great point you know and i think i absolutely feel that things can be rekindled if both people want to make an effort to stay together for sure so mm -hmm. listen, everybody, if you want to give us a call, get in those call lines, 310-997-4966 with your love question, relationship question. That's where we are focusing our calls tonight. We do have a call. Damona, are you up 
for a call with me? Yeah, of course. All right. Let us take 606. Let's see. There we go. Hey, 606, you're on the air. This is Colby. Who is this? <laughs> this is Haley. Hi, Haley. How you doing, honey? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I am good. Listen, you are in luck. We've got dating coach expert Damona Hoffman with us in regards to <laughs> romance, relationships. So what is your question? Well, okay. So me and my ex-boyfriend was together for two years, and we just recently broke up. And I just want to know if I should keep trying, or should I just move on, or like what's in store? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I always have a comeback for that one. But Demono, you chime in and let what would be your your professional advice here to Haley? Well, my professional advice goes back to what we were just saying a moment ago to really take stock of the relationship and the bird the bird in hand that you had. And what I do when when someone is evaluating whether or not to move on from a relationship, I have them really sit down and do a pros and cons list because once you're broken up, it's easy to romanticize the great moments. If you're, if you're, especially in a time like this, if you're solo and you're thinking, oh, well, maybe it wasn't so bad. There were those great moments. Maybe, maybe we should, maybe we should try it again. But then you also have to remember those moments when you did not have your needs met, when you did not feel fulfilled, you did not feel inspired by the relationship. And usually when you can really see that on paper, that can give you clarity about what your your next steps are. I'm curious to hear from from a from a psychic perspective what Colby <laughs> thinks though. <laughs> Haley, I I mean, am I right, Haley, that am I right that it was more his decision to leave the relationship? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah see yeah that's really that's yeah, what I got and so I was like nope you don't that's it done that's it boundaries done <laughs> well that's good to know so that's just that's just my my take on it I think if it had been more of a mutual decision or more of you guys not really knowing um, then yeah, absolutely. Like Demona saying, take stock. Is it something, you know, maybe you need that space to say, yeah, we're ready for the next level, but just me tuning in. I just feel like he's not really ready. And I think he's just wanting his mm -hmm. freedom a bit more. I don't think you mm -hmm. sit and wait. I mean, this is your opportunity to get that out there and, uh, take some of Demona's tips from earlier, put yourself back out there and really be with someone you want to be with. And right. I, I was just going to yeah. add also, I think, <laughs> I think doing that exercise is still valuable if you were not the one to end the relationship, because what's keeping you tethered to the past is the idea that, it, that things were working out and reminding yourself of those moments mm -hmm. of, oh, things weren't always rosy and perfect can help you get clarity on what you need for the next relationship. And I'm with Colby, like, Get on these dating apps, girl. It's going down <laughs> the DMs here. <laughs> you can have a lot of fun and, and really find yourself, find yourself again. Because when we're in a relationship, sometimes we, we, def we defer to what the other person wants for us and for our life. And this may be an opportunity, like what we said, for you to step out into something new. Yeah. See, Haley, does that help, honey? <laughs> yeah, okay. definitely. All right. There you go. You have a beautiful night, okay? 
All righty. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. <laughs> so, Damona, how can people use their intuition to pull in romance for themselves? Oh, this is so important, That's especially <laughs> on dating apps. On dating apps, I have people swipe with spirit and really get into the soul of someone. I, when I'm doing this for clients, I could totally feel the soul of the person through their photos. And, you know, we, we, we tend to, to date by list, right? Everyone's like, he must make this much money. He must be this tall. He must live within a five mile radius of my house, especially in Los Angeles. We say that in other big cities, but when you really drill down into it, you, you've got to figure out what are the what are really the soul qualities that you need in a match. And and I have people really focus on on finding someone with shared values and common goals for the future. And those are are things that really you can build a relationship off of because you know you make a relationship based on well we both we both play tennis and then you blow your knee out and. What, what happens to your relationship if it's yeah. built around this activity that you shared? There's way too much focus on do, the activities that you enjoy doing together. So when, when I swipe, I really, I really try to get my clients to, to, to drop down into their, their gut feeling and say, what is this person energetically like? And try not to get swayed too much by like the cute face or, you know, the the rock hard abs <laughs> just to, to oh focus i don't know it's a little soul. hard not to uh be a little tempted by those <laughs> i mean the abs certainly have their place uh, at certain times i'm not gonna knock it but you know if you're really looking for a soul connection you have to challenge yourself to go a level level deeper too yeah, absolutely. And that's a great point because, you know, all those things that we think we want, you know, they don't last forever, do they? It's it's really about that those longevity. Abs. Yeah. It's, Co it's couple, a couple bags of Doritos and a couple kids <laughs> and some beers and next thing you know, those abs are gone, honey. <laughs> so do you use, when you're working with people, do you use your intuition in helping and guiding them? You know, not officially, I would say, but I I do use it sort of in in the background. It's always running, and then I also we we're talking about the mindset piece. I do a lot of like meditations and visualizations, and help people to tune in their own intuition because ultimately, this is why I'm a dating coach and not a matchmaker. A matchmaker brings you the fish. Right. And you either like the fish or you don't <laughs> like the fish. And when the fish is gone, then you're like, where am I going to go to get new fish? Yeah. I like to teach people how to fish. So what I really love to do is to get people tuned into their own intuition and their, their own their own patterns so that they can move themselves to love. And once they have these tools, then it doesn't matter if you're you, you have a relationship that ends after two years, you always have the tools, you always have the, the instinct to know what to do. And when is the right time right. for you to find love? Because it's, it's, it's not always your season. And I feel that there, there's a lot of panic right now over not having a partner, like we were talking about at the beginning, um, amongst, you know, my podcast audience and, and my clients. And I, I just, try to reassure them that if it's your time, you'll know. And if it's not your time, maybe, maybe this is a period of introspection or self-care or 
career focus and maybe the relationship is waiting for you on the other side. Do you ever feel that someone comes to you and they're not ready? Uh, they're not in a place, either they're not open or it's not the right timing. Do you ever feel that and then share that with them? Well, I'll feel it, but more it'll show up in their actions. Okay. So I, I tend to, to show it to them through how are you, how present are you on the sessions? If someone like I had a client, client once who I, I say, we have to commit to the time that we have together. I'm here with you focused on your love life. So I need you to give me that same level of focus. And, and she was like, I'm totally on board. I got this. I really want this. Yes, this is the time. And then, you know, she's canceling calls with two hours notice or doing calls from the car. I'm like, we can't, we like, you can't, can you do a psychic reading from the car? Like, I can't really get you into a deeper, um, emotional, introspective place. If you're driving and rushing to a meeting, you have to create the space. And yeah. this idea of time, of wasting time, I hear this so much. That, that people don't want to waste time in the wrong relationship. They don't want to waste time on dating apps, swiping and swiping. But I find that when you, when you make the time to make it a priority, that's when it comes in. So if I see that you're not making it a priority, I will reflect that back to you and ask you if this is really the time for you to find love, if it's really that ah, much of a priority. Wow, that's really good. That's, that's really good. And it's true. It's true. I won't do a reading if someone is in the car. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's, 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 it's interesting how we are often, it, there's a, often a dissonance between what we think we want or what society tells us that we want mm -hmm. and how our actions are aligned with that. And, and a lot of times people have not found love because they haven't made the time to find love. Last year, I had a 90% success rate. 90% of the wow. people who went through my program ended up in a relationship at the end, which is three months. It's only three months. I don't lock people in for a year. Like, it doesn't take that long. I want it to only take as long as it needs to take. And I find that within three months, you know, that's about as much time as it takes for you to form a new habit. Mm -hmm. And if you can commit to dating and make that the top or one of the top priorities in your life, for that period of time, you will see a shift. But if you, if you, if you call me from the car or you can't do your, I give people homework at the end of sessions. You can't <laughs> do the homework on your sessions. You're, you're not, you're not actually swiping. You're not present when you show up for dates, then, then it's not, it's not going to happen for you on that timeline. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's fabulous advice too. Cause it, and it's very practical and it's right on, you know, that's so true. We can't manifest also, what we don't put energy into. <laughs> that's exactly right, Colby. And I also let it be okay. Like, I, I'm also a big fan of singlehood. Like, I, as much as I love relationships, I also ha love helping people develop the relationship with themselves. And sometimes going through the process with me helps them realize, oh, this isn't my season. I need to be focused on my family right now. Yeah. I need to be focused on my health. And that's okay. That's okay too. It's all okay, but we kind of own it. We need yes. to own our stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, let us take another caller. Listen, callers, if you're in queue, this is about relationships, love, dating. Are you stuck in one? Do you want one? <laughs> let us take uh, 865 here. Hey, 865. This is Colby and Demona. Who is this? 
Hi, this is Dee Dee. Hi, Dee Dee. How you doing, honey? Hello. Hi, can you hear us? I'm doing well. Yes. Okay. I can hear you. Can you hear so, me? Yes, I can. Uh, we're taking love and relationship questions tonight. So what is your question and how can we help you? Um, well, I kind of just wanted to get like, honestly, I was just excited because I saw that you were live and I just wanted to call in and kind of get a see where you guys said that I was at because I've kind of been living in this limbo well this is about relationships so are you sure. talking about relationship limbo because it's got to be a, spe a specific question yes. for love or relationship for you yes okay so yes. Don't yes. yeah yes are you um real quick though yes. would I, am i right that you're in a relationship where someone else like there's three people or it's compli we like to say it's complicated <laughs> It's complicated. It's not with three people. Well, I mean, there's somebody else that is loving. Like, he wants to be with me, but I have no interest in being with him. So that's not even a... Okay. Not okay, got all. it. So what is your specific question? So Demona can answer it, and then I'll tune into what Demona says, honey. Well, I mean, I just am totally in love with the person that I live with. I mean, he's my best friend. Um, and. Um, Obviously, we're just in a pandemic, so we're, we're just living together. I think it's kind of like I'd, I'd rather be here than anywhere else um, because I trust him. Okay. And um, we're never, ever going to be in it. I just, he doesn't want to get married, and I just don't really understand why. Okay, so, you know, you've got to be careful that you're not in this in an effort to change him and that make sure you're 100% no. at peace of saying, hey, I'm okay being with this guy for the next 20, 30, 40 years and not having that formal ceremony. Demona, what is your take on it? I just want to clarify, this is this is a relationship or is this more of a, like, you're in love with a roommate situation? It's kind of, like, skewed lines. We were Got a long it. time ago, and now I'm just Got living it. here. Um, okay. I understand. It's interesting because I, I, I just got some data from, uh, match does the singles in America survey every year. And they were saying that, uh, since COVID a quarter of people have been intimate with a non-romantic roommate. So I'm curious if the situation has become more complicated since COVID began, if you know what I mean. <laughs> no, I mean, like, my best friend you know like i i oh now girl you get to the bottom of know. it we know there's some benefits going on here we know there is now <laughs> well, i'm just I gonna mean, call yeah, you out yeah, on it. yeah obviously okay. i mean yeah of course of course there are great benefits okay great benefits. okay so but, let me just but, talk but, but yeah all right let hang me on talk from like a clinical I wouldn't a mind. clinical perspective Go ahead, Demona. Oh, Go ahead. No, you got Demona. Oh, now we're getting political. Okay. okay. Yeah. I, I, no, from a not political, from a clinical. 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 Uh, once you, <laughs> when you, as a woman, are intimate with someone, there is a there is a chemical release that is happening. Your body is releasing oxytocin, which is the bonding hormone. 
It's the same hormone that is really, it's released in sex. It's also released when mothers have babies and are breastfeeding. So that is what bonds us to someone. Yeah, yeah, so no, when, of course. I know that. I know <laughs> you know that. So you're in a situation right now where you're, what you're, what your head is telling you is in, is in, it's, it's in combat with the hormones that your body is, is, is filled with from being also in close proximity to this person every day. So I think it's kind of like Colby was saying originally, you have, you're, you're not going to change his perspective, but this is something that is a deeply ingrained belief. Maybe he has, um, his, his family history there, maybe relationships aren't so rosy in his family history, whatever his reasons are for not wanting to, to be married, you have to, you have to get clarity on whether you can accept that. Can, can you accept him with all of that? And then, then we go into the process of how can you move this into more of a commitment if you're not getting that already. But if you, if you allow yourself to stay in limbo, honey, if he's getting some, he will stay in limbo with yeah. you. He'll do limbo with you all night long. And yeah. you just have to really, really know what you want and make sure that your actions are in alignment with that. Yeah. And then just as the psychic prediction, I get that you're living together. Honestly, I feel that this is just temporary on his half. I, I just feel like once this pandemic's over again, I just feel like this isn't long-term and I know you love him and I really do wish he felt the same for you, but I don't feel like he does at this time. I think he's enjoying it. I think he really cares about you, but I'm not feeling that it, this is necessarily where you're going to want to, he's going to want to be long-term. So I think the best maybe way to see if he can kind of quote unquote, get it you're going to need some separation. You're going to need to go away. You're going to need to do your own thing. And that's the only way maybe he'll have reflection. And I know you want a different answer, <laughs> but I just feel no, like... No, 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 actually... Go ahead, baby, go ahead. I actually, see, that's the thing, though. I, I go, like, I actually kind of feel the same. Like, I don't actually feel like I want to all the time either. So I don't actually... Gosh, I know it. I, I I sound so wishy-washy, but that's the thing. <laughs> like I I was actually more wondering why it was more just out of curiosity if it's because of well, I guess it would be too personal, but it was because he was engaged before. So it's more of just wondering because I'm I'm totally okay with being roommates. In fact, he is a best friend of mine. I'm totally okay with. Like, I came in here on the you know expectation that it was just going to be friends and it's totally fine that we're picking up and everything like that it's more just like i'm actually really good for him that sounds it, it's fine i'm 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 on the dating site so i'm listening to you guys i'm actually like you know i haven't gone out on any other dates with anybody else because i'm content actually right now i just don't want to be like wasting my time forever yeah i just didn't yeah. know if he had changed over no. the time that we've been no out, he has not no no. Okay. Your instincts yeah, are that right. That's my question. Your like, oh, instincts. No, okay. your instincts yeah. <laughs> are right. I want you, you know the answer. Okay. Your intuitive little mama thing, you. I want you to trust okay. what you are getting. Okay, yeah. honey? Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm like, trust no, 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 it. No, no, no. Okay. That's right. Stay okay. on the dating app. You got this. All right, babe. Lots okay. of love to you. Okay. Keep going. Keep <laughs> That's going. right. Absolutely. Okay. 
Absolutely. Okay. All right. Have a good, good night. Good luck to you. Keep <laughs> it up. Uh-huh. Thank you so much. Bye, okay. guys. All right. Thank Bye. You. But you know, that's a great point, right? People, they're, what'd you call it? Cupping? Cuffing. 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 Oh, Cuffing, Cuffing season. Yeah. Cuffing. Cuffing. I mean, not to get to, you know. Yeah. You said you had Emily on the show before. I did. I know. I know. I know. We had to keep her rated G. Right. Exactly. Yes. She's been on my show too. I, I have to say also, Colby, it's, it's so interesting to me how men tend to be very direct. They tend to tell you yeah. what they're thinking, what they're feeling, what their intentions are. And so often I, I'll see that, that women will kind of develop, we can develop feelings over time. Men, it's kind of like it is or it isn't. And of course I'm speaking in a very like heteronormative space, but, but this is a pattern that I see and, and women want to change. We want to change it to the story that we want to hear. So we'll hear what they said, but then we kind of translate it and interpret it in a different way. And like, well, maybe this means something different, but I'm sure he said pretty clearly that this was, was just a friendship for him. Uh, yeah. And yeah. if you I make it, if you make it too easy, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll take what he needs. Yeah. I mean, anyone, vice versa, too. Women will do it to men as well, right? Either way. I feel like, you know, it is about listening. You know, people say, sometimes men will say, I'm not ready right now. Then you're not the that one. That right now, I'll get you. <laughs> that right, right now. You are. Like, uh, nope, let's go. It'll keep you in possibility. <laughs> and that space of possibility is really dangerous. Like, yeah. oh, well, maybe he'll get a job later. Well, maybe yeah. he'll be more passionate or more committed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we could we could just, the, the yes. road to hell is paved with good intentions, right? Yes, so. yes. <laughs> Well, let's, let's talk about your podcast, Dates and Mates. Tell us a little bit about your podcast and what it's about and share the, share the goods with us. Well, it's, it's modern love made simple, Colby. I, I, like I said, I started it eight years ago. So this was really when people were not even totally comfortable with the idea of dating apps and technology. People are always saying to me, oh, the dating apps are so... They're so they've they've ruined dating for everyone and dating apps have changed everything. But I really don't think it's the fault of the dating apps. I think the entire way we communicate has changed from texting to social media. We are in a completely different communication paradigm than we were even when I began the podcast eight years ago. So really, I started it to help people navigate that. And we, we always start out with headlines. So I, I take stories from the news and what's happening on dating apps, what's, what relationship studies are out there. And I, I bring them down to ground level for everyone to understand how it impacts them in their day-to-day romantic life. And then I do interviews and Q and A. Um, I take questions from listeners just like this on how to navigate modern love because it's it's crazy out there. <laughs> <laughs> it is crazy out there. It is crazy. So let us know where can everyone listen to the podcast. Dates and Mates is on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or probably wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. Right, and <laughs> every episode, the new episodes are on Monday. Is that right? Yep, bright and early every Monday we have a new episode. Mm-hmm. You can wake up to love. <laughs> exactly. It's like 
we start every week with possibility. It's funny how people, uh, when when they're dating, there's there's this timeline of the week or traditionally before before COVID. So it's like Monday, anything is possible. Wednesday, we're starting to line up dates for the week. And then Thursday, it's like, do I have a date yet? Friday, if you have a date, you're like all excited and pumped and preparing for that. If you don't, you start to think about, oh, how do I how do I plan my weekend? Monday, we're ready for new dates again. <laughs> so, I'm here to help. Perfect. There we go. Listen, we've got one minute. Well, let's just take one more caller. Listen, last caller, you, you're going to have just one minute, super quick question. We're just going to kind of blow out some advice for you, and let's see how it goes. So here we go. 330. Hey, 330, you're on air with Mona and Colby. Who is this? It's Emily. Hi, Emily. We have just a quick minute here, honey. What's your question that we can try to answer for you? Well, I'm older. Will I ever find love? Oh, the Mona. There we go. That's a great question. Will she ever find love? Honey, if you want it, you can go out and get it. I have helped clients from 60s, 70s, 80s. I even had a client in her 90s that I helped with her <laughs> dating profile. And they've all been successful. And so I think it's possible. And the thing I love about dating apps is that it does allow people who might have otherwise not, not had a social circle that was open to make new connections. So I say get on the dating apps, girl. Well, there you go, Emily. Just because you're older doesn't mean you can't learn how to uh, do those dating apps. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you, lady. Yeah, I do feel like you will find love, but I, I 100%, 100% tuning in feel like you, you have to put yourself out there more. I think you're feeling a bit reserved or maybe, you know, not feeling as confident. And please don't let your age be a factor, Okay. <laughs> Now you know Not what you all. want, and you're going to have that love. Okay, honey? Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. All right, Demona, I want to thank you so much for being on with me, for sharing your love, for sharing all your wisdom. It's really been great. Um, let everyone know where they can find you. I know online it's DemonaHoffman.com. What are your handles on social media? It's Demona Hoffman on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And you can also go to datesandmates.com. It's the podcast page, and that'll bring you to all the great resources that I have to help you at any stage in love. Yay. Thank you for having me, Colby. Oh, I'm so excited, and thank you so much. And hopefully we make a couple connections for those out there tonight, right? <laughs> sure hope so. I'm always rooting for love. Love wins. Love wins. All right. I'll talk to you later. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Colby Rebel Show. Be sure to follow Colby on social media at Psychic Rebel. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, please head on over to iTunes to leave a review to help Colby grow the tribe. Colby is an international psychic medium, teacher, best-selling author, and speaker. She is a master teacher of the Lisa Williams International School of Spiritual Development and is the owner of the Colby Rebel Spirit Center in Los Angeles. Visit ColbyRebel.com.